Hi, I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Sam M. Walton College of Business. Welcome to Be Epic, the podcast where we explore excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality, and what those values mean in business, education, and your life today. I have with me today Brian Fugit, professor and Orrin Harris Chair in Transportation. He is Chair of the Department of Supply Chain Management and the Sam M. Walton College Business. Thank you so much for joining me, Brian. Thank you, Matt, for having me. I look forward to our discussion. Well, Brian, I know, um, you know, you joined us in 2015 at the University of Arkansas, but you you have participated as a Fulbright Scholar in the MIT program in Spain uh, back in 2015. You've been a professor at other universities as well. Prior to getting your uh, going into the academic uh, area and getting a PhD, you were a global logistics manager and engineer for Deere and Company, John Deere. And you also earlier in your career had experience with Allied Signal and Digital Airlines. Now you've been doing uh, tremendous uh, research and uh, teaching in the area of supply chain management. And you've also in the past served as um, the co-editor-in-chief of the Journal of Supply Chain Management, um, one of the uh, top journals in our uh, discipline. And you also have had lots of teaching innovations throughout your career. And you've even co-developed a patent-pending online teaching software application. But today, what I wanted to talk to you about really is uh, one of your newest innovations as a department, and that is the Masters of Science in Supply Chain Management. You know, it's funny, prior to this, this is being recorded during the middle of the pandemic, if you're listening to this later, and prior to the pandemic, very few people knew what supply chain management was, and in fact, if you listen to the news, you rarely hear anything about supply chain management. Now, during the pandemic, it seems like every other sentence has the word supply chain management in it. Um, do you see growing interest in supply chain as well? No doubt. It, it, it You make a really good point. You know, I would say that over the last 10 years, supply chain management has grown a lot um, in its interest and and the recognition within the corporate world um, has, has a substantially grown. And the we you know we saw especially over the last five years you know an increasing shortage of talent um, in in the supply chain area of companies and so I would hear you know as a faculty member department chair um, from companies a lot seeking talent in supply chain management um, and and so it was growing uh, within the corporate world and then now with the pandemic. Um, uh, everybody does seem to know about it. You know, I, I, my my, you know, my mom actually finally knows what supply chain management is now because she's <laughs> reading it everywhere, and so it's really neat to to see what's happening. 
So, and I can explain it to my kids easier now because of the products they're not getting and, and those kind of things. So it's important or its level of importance has increased and, and just shot up recently, um, you know, which is, which is why one of the reasons, uh, you know, offering this, this opportunity for uh, a master's in supply chain management um, is so important to us. I had heard prior to the pandemic, um, people in the local Northwest Arkansas area for sure reaching out, asking if we had an opportunity for specialization in supply chain management. Um, it would be people who found themselves in a supply chain role at early career, you know, mid-level manager uh, area within a company, but they didn't have the formalized training in supply chain management. And they, they had learned some supply chain within their company, but they wanted to grow that and, and get more formalized training. And so they would ask us if we had a, a master's in supply chain management. Um, and, and so that was one of the reasons we decided, you know, really year and a half ago to, to go down this path. Um, and so we, you know, we're excited that we're going to be launching that in the fall. That's great. Now, how long does it take to get a master's in supply chain management? The technical answer to that is um, it takes 30 hours of coursework. And those 30 hours, though, can be spread out. And so you could come back and complete the degree full time in one year. Or you can spread it out because it is a part time program for working professionals you can spread that out you know over two years would probably be the typical approach if you if you did it part-time but you could spread it out even longer than that if you wanted well that's great um you know because i would i know there's a lot of people um like you you've told me before that go into logistics and supply chain jobs and they've had no formal education in it and so this way they could be working and going part-time. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if they majored in, say, chemistry or art or whatever, maybe they would think, well, that's a possible career for me. And they could go full-time and get it knocked out real quick. So, Brian, I know that uh, when we think about supply chain management, I know that your department has developed a curriculum model. I know it was developed primarily for the undergraduate program, but it's from what I can tell in looking through both, there's a lot of similarity, but you, it sounds like you've come up with a philosophy around how you design your curriculum. Would you mind speaking to that a little bit? You know, different programs would look at this differently, but we really look at supply chain management from the broader perspective, both strategic and operational. And so uh, making sure that we're covering end-to-end -end supply chain management that is cross-functional, it's also going to include both the relational uh, and the analytical types of, of courses. And so the framework we, we tend to adopt and, and most programs adopt is what we call the score model, where there's a planning function with integrated business planning and sales and operations planning. And then there's the sourcing function that we cover and the production or make function that you cover, and then the distribution logistics function uh, that you cover. And so that score model is, is kind of the foundational part of our program. And so our courses make sure we cut supply chain across each of those, but then we're also connecting it to 
corporate strategy and looking at supply chain strategy and how that fits into corporate strategy. Um, and then, you know, we're really big on making sure that our curriculum is very applied. So in our courses, we'll have projects with using data that we apply various analytics uh, techniques to it, as well as, you know, projects that, that we're working with companies to impact those companies. So, so that's really the way that we look at supply chain management from a, from a broad perspective. You know, when I think about supply chain management, you've got to be really strong at relationship management. A lot of times people think supply chain management is a super quantitative field. Mm. And I know that supply chain managers sometimes use really quantitative tools, but a supply chain manager is a manager, a leader, really. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree completely. And so our students in our program, and I think a successful supply chain manager is going to be quantitatively capable of, of looking at you know, data and making decisions out of that data. But they're not going to necessarily be, you know, data science people, but they're going to know enough to be able to work with those individuals and communicate with the individuals who have skills in those tools and techniques that you talked about. But a supply chain manager's job is really to put it all together. OK, given given this function in this area and the decision that, will, that this tool spit out, how is that going to impact another function? Um, what are the trade-offs if the decision comes out and says that we need to reduce, you know, inventory in a certain area, what's that going to do to sales? And, and so they're going to be able to work across the functions and the areas more strategically and, you know, pull together those tools and techniques when needed, but also understand the business side and, and what the business case of decisions is going to be. Normally to get into a program like this, you have to take a standardized test called the GMAT. It stands for the Graduate Management Admissions Test. But many applicants are unable to take tests like this. So we've made an exception for now to where you don't have to take that. And instead, you guys are using video interviews, using Zoom. And I know that's very unusual for a program like this, but... In some ways, I think it might be good because I have to admit, I've always been a little questionable about uh, the, some of those standardized tests because they have questions that if you study enough, you can learn to do those kind of questions. And if you're fast, you can get through them quickly. But that doesn't mean you would be good at leading or helping to gain alignment amongst people or casting vision or or even managing a budget for that matter. Um, and this is a business school, you know, it's not, it's not uh, a science or something like that. There are scientific elements to it for sure. But, you know, if you're in the business school, you're about managing and leading and those kinds of things, uh, problem solving. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I agree with that, Matt. I, uh, you know, I've I've never seen uh, studies, but I've heard about studies that that really show that these standardized test scores are not good predictors of success in a program or you know in in the business world at least. And so um, I think what you describe 
um, I would I would agree with. And, and it's, you know, and so I think, you know, I think this is actually a good experiment for us, um, waiving the GMAT and the GRE and, and conducting these more in-depth interviews to, you know, so I think it's a good experiment to see, you know, is that something that's going to impact us longer term and how we look at admissions and what success is. Uh, the other thing I was thinking of um, that I wanted to mention in terms of, of what you just got at is we've also been doing um, interviews and surveys with with the market to better understand what students are looking for and what businesses are looking for. And it's just the thing, you know, while we are are launching this new program, we're also learning on how we can go ahead and make it better. Uh, it's just part of part of our philosophy is is continuous improvement uh, to our programs and. What was interesting that I found so far in the results is the number one um, soft skill that potential applicants asked for and companies asked for was leadership. Uh, more important than you know analytics and and even any of the content areas. And so, I think what you're getting at is accurate in terms of what the market wants, and it really fits in with how we've designed our program. One thing that made me think about that was, of course. John Kent and David Dabrowski have been working on that temporary supply chain mm. for masks and PPE for Mercy Hospital and other places. It's kind of neat to see a prof some professors jumping in to that. That's right. When he first told me he wanted to do it, I was sort of nervous about it. I said, you know, be careful what you promise. I mean, a lot of people are trying to get these temporary supply chains set up and they're failing. There's been articles about it in newspapers. But one thing I knew about John Kent, he ain't going to give up too easily. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, that's the kind of person you need out of a project like this. And sure enough, they've delivered millions of dollars worth of PPE just as volunteers, you know, contracting with manufacturers and other countries. But I think that one of the reasons John's been so successful is he didn't quit. He just okay. kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and it got through. So sometimes when you hear about these failures of temporary supply chains, I always wonder, maybe they didn't have someone who was a good manager. You know, there's different kinds of leadership and management, and some of it is, you know, especially on the management side, being on top of things, you know, having grit. I, I would encourage anyone who's listening to this that, feels like grit is one of their strengths, regardless of what they majored in or what their experience is. If, they're, if they've got grit, which Dr. Duckworth defines as passion and perseverance, you know, I think if you've got that combination of um, passion and perseverance, supply chain is a great thing to go into. That's right. Yeah. And it obviously grit great for any part of life and any part of business, but for supply chain, it comes in especially important because it is so complex. Uh, the, the, when we ask people to describe supply chain, ask students at least, one of the things, the most common response is they say it's like a puzzle. And, you know, it's an oversimplified example, but it really is. You're trying to pull together all these complex parts um, that, that are all over the world and pull them together in a coordinated way. And so it can become overwhelming. And so if you don't have grit, it's gonna get really, really hard to pull off. And so 
I think that's, you know, it's certainly if you're of that type, uh, I think you'd fit our program very nicely. Brian, um, what if someone wanted to have some sort of emphasis or concentration or specialization within the Masters of Science in Supply Chain Management? Are there any options for that? Absolutely. That's a good question. When we designed the program, we wanted to give that option because, again, supply chain is so broad. You can go in so many different directions and, and so many different industries. We wanted to provide the opportunity for a student who wanted to specialize and focus in a particular area that they could do so. And so we we designed it to have specialized track to complement the core supply chain courses that we offer. So some example concentrations that a student could choose is business analytics. So in that, you know, they're going to dive into analytics, decision support analytics, data mining and data management systems type things. And that certainly complements our supply chain predictive analytics and, and other analytical courses that we have. They can also specialize in ERP. And then one of the, the more exciting ones is the blockchain uh, specialization, where they're going to get you know some ERP fundamentals, but then take deep dives into blockchain given how important you know we see that um, now and in the future supply chains they can also another big area is supply chain finance so they can dive in and learn how to speak cfo speak so that when they're doing their projects trying to make the business case they can do that better and they can see directly how supply chain decisions impact the, the finance side of the organization so there's just a few of the concentrations but we, we felt that was important in designing this program to give that flexibility for students to choose. Well, Brian, thank you so much for uh, talking with me today about the new Masters of Science in Supply Chain Management. And congratulations to you and the department on creating this really innovative program. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. This has been a good conversation. We're excited about the Masters program. So thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Be Epic podcast from the Walton College. You can find us on Google, SoundCloud, iTunes, or look for us wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can find current and past episodes by searching Be Epic Podcast, one word, that's B-E-E-P-I-C podcast, and now Be Epic. Be Epic.